I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Instant Reaction Podcast, HawkeyeNation.com. Andrew Downs with you here on a Sunday night. Uh, This is not going to be a real long one because there's not a lot of great stuff to talk about from that game other than a win and, of course, Luka Garza becoming the all-time leading scorer uh, for Iowa men's basketball. We'll not touch Megan Gustafson's uh, (laughs) record, but uh, past Roy Marble tonight with his uh, when he got into his 14th point uh, for all-time number one on the list. Here's how it sounded from Gary Dolphin on the Hawkeye Radio Network powered by Learfield IMG College. Here's Bohannon. No look pass to Garza, and there it is. A high screen and roll by Garza, and how fitting that Jordan Bohannon is at the other end of that assist for the all-time record-breaking basket by Luca Garza. So Garza from Bohannon for the record-breaking point. He had uh, just airballed the free throw a few minutes before that, uh, which would have got him the record. And I think it's uh, it's fitting that he didn't get it at the line, that he got it. You know, doing what he always does is just going into the post, getting a nice feed from one of his players, and uh, and putting it in and leading Iowa to a win which is what he did tonight, 23 points for Luka Garza, 11 rebounds. Not great offensively. I mean, looked like he was pressing a little bit. will be interesting to hear, you know, what he says after the game. Um, certainly seemed a little nervous. Was really hoping he would he would kind of get that knocked out in the first half and then they could focus on just winning the game because after a really hot start, uh, Iowa just kind of fell apart and, and gave up a 13-point lead, was ultimately, I think, down by six. Uh, for a while, down by five at the half after that BS goaltending call, which was close in, in real time. I understand why they made the call, but uh, it, w- it was the wrong call. Uh, but anyway, Luca Garza. Um, and, you know, it'll take days and weeks and months and years for us to fully appreciate uh, what Luca Garza has done for this program, what his career was. And, uh, you know, hopefully we still have a few weeks left of it. Uh, and find out kind of what ultimately his career means. I think he's probably the greatest of all time already, but I can imagine people will make the argument that he will need to lead this team somewhere big uh, in order to solidify that. And, you know, that's not going to be a Big Ten championship, uh, but it could be a Big Ten tournament championship, which would be fun, if not, you know, the ultimate satisfaction. Hopefully it'll be at least a Sweet 16 and maybe a deeper run in the NCAA tournament. Uh, I don't know what he needs to do to kind of solidify himself in everybody's head, if anything, as the the greatest Hawkeye men's basketball player of all time. I think he's probably already there. And just the, 
um, consistency that he has put forth for four years, the maturity. I remember him as a freshman in some of those games where they just weren't all that good, and he he would be in the post game answering the hard questions and saying the right things, saying the things you wanted him to say. Um, he felt like an emotional leader of that team as a freshman. Certainly didn't think he was going to ultimately become uh, what he has, but you could see something special with him, you know, really from day one. And to see that kind of come to fruition today, uh, this season, hopefully this will culminate again in, in an, a great, you know, successful season, but also a, a second straight Big Ten Player of the Year award, a National Player of the Year award uh, for Luca Garza. He deserves all those things, he deserves everything that comes his way. And I think he deserves a shot to prove himself at the next level in, in the NBA. He will make money playing basketball somewhere. Will it be in the NBA? I'm not sure, but I wouldn't bet against him. Would you at this point? Um, just an incredible run. And to a 23-point, 11-rebound game doesn't feel crazy. Uh, doesn't feel like a great game even for Luka Garza. And you seven, you know, seven eleven from the free throw line. You're like, ah, why isn't he better there? It's like we, we find things to nitpick about him. Meanwhile, he just puts up numbers, over and over and over again. I can't wait until we're all able to get back into Carver. And I, I told my wife this weekend, I was like, I don't care what it costs. Whenever they decide to, to do the thing for Luca, whenever we can fill that place up and have a proper acknowledgement of what he has done and what he has meant, whether that be halftime of a game next year, you know, whenever his professional basketball schedule allows him to return to Iowa City, whatever that looks like, whatever it will be, I will be there. I'm sure many of you will want to be there as well. Um, he deserves to be lauded, and so... I'm going to kind of keep this segment all about him before I get into what was probably the ugliest win of the season. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I say probably. I don't know why. It was certainly the ugliest win of the season. Maybe the ugliest one of the, you know, one of the uglier games of the season. Um, definitely up until the last... Six or seven minutes when Iowa kind of put it away. Never really pulled away. I mean, only one by six. But just a sloppy, ugly, kind of lackluster game from the Hawkeyes. It felt like Penn State had the energy and the intensity all game long, other than the first, you know, handful of minutes. Iowa jumped out to a big lead. And at that point, it really felt like they, they could kind of run away with it. And then... All of a sudden, Iowa stops scoring, Penn State starts scoring, and they started hitting threes. And, it, you know, it felt like I, I mean, Iowa got outplayed the last 10, 12, 15 minutes of the first half. Uh, 
And then for a decent portion of the second half, it's it's kind of lucky, maybe not lucky, and stepped up a lot in the second half and were certainly better defensively in the second half than they were in the first. But, I mean, both teams were stuck on 54 for a while. I mean, neither team was able to score. Let's see. Pat hit a three, and Jones answered with a three right away for Penn State. That made it 54-54 with just over 12 minutes left in the game. And Garza made his all-time leading scoring basket four minutes later with just over eight minutes left in the game to make it 56-54. That's four solid minutes with neither team scoring. That was ugly. Thankfully, they were as ugly offensively as we were. Um, a, a tough game as far as ball control for the whole team, uh, in particular for Joe Wieskamp, who had a handful of turnovers that it just he just kind of fumbled the ball, just not able to hold on to it. And for a guy who had been playing as well as he had over the past few games, uh, he had a, he had a rough one. Now he was able to still make an impact. He scored six straight, I think nine, the first nine of the first half that Iowa scored were Joe Wieskamp points. He hadn't scored in the first half, so I'm sorry, nine of the, the first nine in the second half were Wieskamp points, and he ended up with 11 rebounds. It's his second double-double in the last two or three games. But six turnovers, four fouls, um, one of five from three-point land. Just kind of a tough game. You don't expect the guy to stay as hot as he was over the last, you know, certainly four games, but really over the last 10 games had been over 60% from three. So it's okay for him to have a have a down night because C.J. Frederick stepped up and didn't have a down night, and it was good to see this C.J. Frederick, man. It had been a long time since we've seen that guy out on the floor. But 18 points for C.J., 4 of 7 from behind the arc, 7 of 10 from the field, a couple of assists, uh, you know, no turnovers, one steal, just a, a solid. And the, the team is just different when he's out there. They, they look better when he's out there. It's fun to see him hopefully start to – now, again, this injury he has – what we're all assuming is plantar fasciitis apparently, you know, can crop up on unexpected days. So he, he can feel great today, tomorrow, they wake up Thursday, doesn't feel well, and he's not going to be able to play. And that's a big game on Wednesday or on Thursday, which we'll get to. Uh, Jordan Bohannon had six points, a big three late. Um, but six assists again, just one turnover. Uh, you know, played decent defense late. Three rebounds. Bohannon had a decent game. Connor McCaffrey... You know, kind of does what, what Connor McCaffrey does. Keegan Murray had a nice game. He played well. He had a huge three, provided a lot of energy, six points for him. But, again, just kind of the, the smooth, um, steady presence that you don't expect from a freshman, but you're getting to – you're coming to expect from Keegan Murray. Patrick McCaffrey, four points. Jack Nungy just two points and had some tough shots. Nungy had a, a few tough shots. Air balls. Um there was a while there where I just couldn't find the rim, and Nunji was a part of that. Uh, and then Joe, sorry about that. <laughs> Joe Toussaint um, didn't score, missed a couple free throws, had a couple turnovers. You know, played with a lot of speed and intensity as he always does. Had four rebounds, but just was a little too fast, a little out of control, and. Um, you know, didn't look good for a portion of, of today's game. So, not a, not not Joe Toussaint's best night. But again, you just kind of throw this away. Um, 
you got the win. Garza got his record. You're done with those things. Bohannon is, I think, three assists away from from breaking Horner's all-time assist record. He will do that uh, this week. But I think it's good to you know get that win, avoid that letdown, work yourself back up into the top ten this you know tomorrow when the AP poll comes out, and then gear up for the stretch of the season. Let's find out. Let's find out how good we are. So we'd all been kind of working under the assumption that this Nebraska game, the makeup game, uh, would be slotted into this coming week. And uh, as we know now, um, it was announced Friday that that is not the case. They've moved that Nebraska game to Thursday, March 4th. And in place of it, they have moved the Michigan game up to this week. So now Iowa is at number three, Michigan. Michigan will stay after beating Ohio State this afternoon in an epic game. Just a great game. Two really, really good teams faced off. Um, probably the two best teams in this league. But we're about to find out. We're going to find out how how Iowa stacks up against both of them because the Hawks are going on the road to Ann Arbor Thursday to Columbus Sunday. Let's get it on. Let's do it. Let's find out, right? Iowa's playing well. They've won four in a row. Had a, you know, a bit of a step back today with a close win over a feisty Penn State team. Didn't roll Penn State the way they rolled Rutgers, Michigan State, and Wisconsin. But maybe it was good to get a little fight as you go into this week. And again, see where where we stack up. There's really nothing else to to talk about as far as uh, you know breaking it breaking it all down. We'll have time to do that over the next few days, and we'll certainly do that on HawkeyeNation.com with Rick Brown and Rob Howe and John Boningcamp. But it's, you know, nut up or shut up time. These these last four games, you can solidify yourself as a contender, as a top probably three seed maybe in the Big Ten, as a top two seed maybe in the NCAA. If you, you get a couple of the, if you win both these games, you're a two seed. I think that's, I think that's true. Because you're going to beat Nebraska you got to feel good about beating Wisconsin again. If Iowa can end this season on an eight-win eight, eight win streak with wins at Michigan and at Ohio State, I mean, depending on what they do in the Big Ten tournament, they could work themselves up to a one seed. I don't think that's going to happen. I think the best we can hope for this week is a split. Um, but let's let's dream a little bit. So this is the week we're gonna find out between now and and this time next Sunday, um, will Iowa? I guess where are they as we head into the most important part of the season? Where are where are they as we head into March? We're gonna find out. I'm excited to find out. This is where you want to be. You want to be in big games, meaningful games, exciting games, tense games late in the year. There are two of those this week. We'll certainly be talking a lot about it and writing about it and podcasting stay tuned hawkeyenation.com thank you for following us thank you for listening i hope you enjoy your sunday or your monday or whenever it is you're listening to this and go hawks